what's up? This is the Epic Tiki Podcast. I'm Luke Soyan. This is my guest, Jeremy Green. What's good, y'all? Also known as G-Mile. You got it. Remember, <laughs> that's so silky yeah. the way you say that. G-Mile. Yeah. Ooh. I don't have a good voice for silkiness. It's well, you know, I mean, in some parts of the world, that'd be very silky. Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah. What, what's going on? Not much, man. Just here, you know, on Chinese New Year's is the official start of the year of the rat. Is it today? Yes, yeah, today, today, yeah. Oh, okay. That explains the shoes. He's got some oh, yeah. really I cool. I know we're going to be at a show right there. Chinese New Year Jordans there. Though. Shout out to Jay Swong up in Shanghai. You know, he, you know, he's my hookup. Holla if you need me, you know, he, kind of status. Does he work somewhere where, or does he just know how to get them? He just know how to get them. Oh, okay. He, you know, he's a basketball coach out there at Shanghai American School, and, uh, uh-huh. you know, he's a, he, you know, he's a sneakerhead, you know what I mean? So, he got the connections, you know, he got them Taiwanese kind of connections too, so, you know, he's all over the world trying to get the, you know, the holy grail of shoes, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> does he have a, like, a collection, like a bunch of good ones? Oh, man, <laughs> if you go and follow Jay Swong at Shanghai Soul on Instagram, he's got a whole mess of shoes. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah, I love you, Jay, but it's ridiculous. <laughs> Just saying. I've been I've been like sort of getting more into sneakers, but I still don't get a ton of you know. Like it's you can't just buy like a hundred. Yeah, because you want to, <laughs> but but I like to look at them and be like, that one would be cool to have. Yeah, I got I got NMDs on. Those oh are yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. These are you know yeah. Adidas is these are you know, so comfy too. My Adidas, they look comfortable, man. Like yeah, you real wavy with that kid. Just saying, real wavy. Dang, I feel so not cool. What is wavy? <laughs> what is wavy? You're just on a new flow, a new wave. Okay, you know, okay. A trendsetter, all you know. Right. That's what it all is, man. I feel like I'm hanging out with a, a, a Gen Z kid. Oh, man. <laughs> but you're well, like, you're, we're millennials, you, you know. That's yeah, what people yeah, yeah. tell us. And I'm, I'm a little upset. I thought millennials like was like people born after like 2000, like the new millennium. Uh-huh. And then my homies like Diana and Brett up in Edmonton, Canada were like, no, dog, you a millennial, man. That's yeah. like anybody born like after 78 or some weird year like yeah. that. Yeah, it's a big, it's actually a pretty big like reach or or a like range. That's, yeah. That's the word I wanted. Yeah, I mean, it's a spectrum of millennial, millennial kind of people, you know what I mean? So you always hear the stereotypes, millennials are lazy and like, get off my lawn. Okay, boomer <laughs> status, you know what I mean? And I'm like, no, nah, I ain't like that. I got a full-time job, man. Like, I pay my taxes. I'm paying your social security, bro. Like, <laughs> how dare you? Like, so, I don't know. You wouldn't believe how many times I've heard, get off my lawn. I be, I, I, tell me about Tell me about that. Let's explore that a little bit. How many times have you heard that? Never. Never? Oh. Well, you still got a long life to live, baby. Yeah, I don't, you know, typically I don't, Run on people's lawns. <laughs> I use the sidewalk. Well, I mean, what is what is a lawn if you're not like really enjoying the whole spectrum of the lawn? So the running, the standing, the laying, you know, the yeah. marinating, the barbecuing, the picnicking. I mean, a and lawn if, is meant if to someone be enjoyed. Has, if someone has a nice lawn in the front and they're not sharing it, it's like this kind of fucked up, you know? Yeah, like, it's a little upsetting, isn't yeah, it? They should, yeah, they should share, you know, have the good lawn in the backyard so I don't just take a nap on it i mean come on <laughs> i mean it's just going to be temptation like that i mean how are they going to do that to people that's what i'm saying like how are you going to have a well cultivated manicured lawn and not you know share it with the you know the masses so that's what i'm saying man like so we'll, we'll stand on the lawn together 
I'm it's glad fine. that this yeah. came up so early in the podcast because this is I've been thinking about this. I can imagine. I, well, we're on the same page, you know. That's, yeah. I mean, I've been we're, thinking about it for a while too. We're wavy right now. We're so wavy. <laughs> 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 but yeah, the Chinese New Year, that's cool. You yeah. you lived in China for a long time. Yes, is it I weird did. to come back now? So I lived in China for about two years. I worked at Shanghai American School as a school psychologist. So yeah. Also was doing like the poetry scene and the rapping scene and yeah. obviously every once in a while dancing under the pale moonlight, but no devils though, because I'm a I'm a good Christian man, you know. <laughs> you know I'm saved, dang it. Just saying. <laughs> Shout out to FT Baptist Church down in Louisiana real quick. But anyway, so get back to my flow. Yeah, I lived there about <laughs> two years, man. <laughs> you know, so I learned a little bit of Chinese, you know, so she and me and Kwila, that's happy new year. You know what I'm saying? And I uh, got a level one proficiency. In Chinese, you know, it's you, called the HSK-1 exam. Oh, wow. So it's for foreigners, so you're you, you taking it, and you don't have to read characters on it, and you don't have to write characters. You just have to be able to speak. Yeah, so it's listening, it's what they call pinyin. Basically, you know, it's like the phonetic, phonemic, uh, or phonetic uh, pronunciation uh-huh. of the characters and stuff like that, too. So it's all, you know, in kind of those letters and stuff like that, and you just sound it out and try to listen, try to answer the questions correctly, and next thing you know, you know, you got to... You know, this soul brother number one speaking a little bit of Chinese, a little EDNDN. You know, that's the Shanghai version of a little bit. <laughs> Is it pronounced Shanghai? Then? Yeah. So okay. G's are a little bit silent out there. Yeah. So if anybody actually is fluent in Chinese out there and they're like, listen to this brother trying to speak like he, you know, like he a local and stuff like that. Apologies. You know, I'm not trying to be yeah. appropriating it's, with the flow. You it's know hard. I mean? <laughs> to, isn't there like like words have different tones and then yeah. that means the meaning is different? So. Yeah, you got four tones. You know, yeah. So you got, you know, huh? You know, um, no, you go, huh, 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 and then huh, you know, so there's four different <gasps> tones. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> of course, it's on Sounds very sexy. I mean, well, what's more sexier than red and gold, baby? And that's, you know, the colors of China, baby. It's yeah. a legendary country. and uh, That's true. Those are silky colors. I mean, very silky. I mean, I'll get you a nice little Chinese little robe, too, you know, when I go back in March. Hopefully, after everything calmed down, you know, we got a couple little situations there in China you know, in terms of health, you know, related issues out there oh, with yeah, the people, the, unfortunately. The so, yeah. But like I read on, you know, some of my people who are a little bit more, you know, feel the burn, Bernie Sanders type, you know, like, look, if you're worried about that virus, you better be worried about the flu. I mean, the flu killed like almost a million people around worldwide a year. So get your flu shot. It's mid-season for flu season, man. So I'm just saying, like, yeah, that's what I at least. But in reality, it's a little scary when it's a new virus and it's just creeping up on people and you don't yeah. have no vaccines or no understanding. So I think that's a little leap for some of my people to be like, oh, well, you worry about that. You need to get, get the flu shot. Yeah. Well, I'll get the flu shot, too. But this normal corona kind of virus, uh, there is no shot. <laughs> there is no vaccine. Did uh. I didn't read about it yet. Is any, is it like killing a lot of people or is it everyone just getting sick? Yeah, it's getting a lot of people sick, but a lot of people that are passing away are kind of like, you know, uh, like, you know, a, such, like such, a flu, like old yeah, people, like, yeah, older people, people, people with weakened immunities, yeah, yeah. Uh, younger folk and things like that. So last I checked, you know, on BBC.com and New York Times and CNN, you know, because I have all these random alerts come on my iPhone 7 because I'm not that wavy. I don't got the new iPhone. But, <laughs> you know, all these alerts coming up saying mostly it's older people that are passing away, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah. So it's pretty, it's pretty like, you know, Apocalypse Now, you know, Z Generation right now. They locked down the whole uh, area of Wuhan, you know, where it, you know, originated from. And uh-huh. uh, people aren't allowed to travel. Apparently, this is the most. Like in terms of the Chinese New Year's, this is the most people that migrate around the world. 
like 400 something million what I read because Chinese New Year's is like a 15 day long kind of you know excursion it's, it's, so is it like vacation time for it's people? vacation vacation okay. time yeah and the Chinese don't really have like we would say like Easter Sunday breaks or Christmas breaks or things like that they working non-stop a lot you know so you got you know well, we got to buy stuff that comes from there. So yeah. how? What are we gonna buy if they're not? I'm, I'm joking because we have. Do you ever like go? I don't know. I feel like such a. Like I don't know. I don't know what word to use, but just like I go to Target sometimes, and I'm like, "What is all this stuff for?" Like most people already have all the things they. So you like go to Target, and you're just like, "Oh, here's a five dollar shirt." Like, I don't know. It's just it's just weird. It's like we're always just making stuff. Yeah sell it so that you have I don't know because just some random woman back in the day or some random man back in the day you know whether it's you know John or Karen was like you know what I wish that Target carried this kind of shirt you know with the little puppy dog with little dragon ears on top so maybe they should create that and then all of a sudden it comes into Target so like I said a lot of just like it's just always there's like more stuff I mean I'm just I'm just like thinking about it too much because I know like you know most people are just, they go to the store and they buy things and they're like, oh, that's fun. And they buy it and they take it home and then they're a hoarder. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I've been like thinking about that more lately. So you're becoming a Consumerism. minimalist. Consumerism. Yeah, you're becoming a minimalist, aren't you? You know what a minimalist is, right? Yeah. I'm just, yeah. I don't know if, I'm not like getting rid of a bunch of stuff, but I, I only like to keep things I need, I guess. Mm. I got rid of two bags of clothes recently, though. Oh, was, wow. Felt good. I bet it did. Yeah. When did you get rid of them, though? Like, Last week and the week before that. Okay, you missed tax season then. You know, I was just saying, if you got oh. rid of them, December 31st could claim that on your taxes because, you know, oh. we're trying to be financially smart here in 2020. Just saying. Yes. But it's all good. You we did, are. You did it out of the charity and the kindness of your heart. Yeah. And you're a minimalist. Mostly it was because I didn't want it anymore. <laughs> and then I always say, oh, no, I don't need a receipt. And now I'm like, maybe I should have done that. Hey, you come around me, I'll help you with your uh, tax situation, too. Yeah. You know, but I ain't making that much money. Not anymore. Oh. In Shanghai, man. Whew. That school Was it like a private school? It was a private school. So international school, pre-K-3 to uh, senior year. Yeah. Um, So I was a school psychologist throughout that whole range. So from three years old to 18, I was working with all kids. So That's a lot of good experience, though, right? Like. you, I mean, you, did you get a new like job at a school here yet, or are you still looking? Yeah, I came back to the same school I left, so oh, I was okay. very ha- fortunate and lucky to have a leave of absence from them. Oh, uh, nice. So I'm back working in the same district I was beforehand, and I uh, got a good reputation with them. Yeah. So I'm really appreciative of that. But they were like, here's the same amount of money. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, Welcome back. Well, you know what's funny, though? <laughs> like, actually, the salary situation is better here. Uh-huh. Because you have to do the you know exchange rate, so they were paying us in Chinese currency uh-huh. and then exchanging it into U.S. dollars. So in terms of salary, I'm making more here, but it's the cost of living that everybody knows. That's why people are fleeing to like Arizona, Nevada. People yeah. even going to Idaho, man. Like Idaho, that's like the lost tribe of Shabazz out there, man. Nobody know what's going on in Idaho except for potatoes. BYU out there, but what yeah. else is? And then they got Boise State with the blue football field. Wait, isn't BYU? That's in Idaho. I thought that they was Utah. They got BYU's in Utah, oh, and Hawaii, and in Idaho. Provo, okay. if I remember, I might have said the wrong place. I think it's Provo, or is that, that Utah? That might be Utah. Provo's Utah. Yeah, Utah. Yeah, but yeah. Wherever Idaho's or BYU is, they'll correct us on the comments. So just you know, yeah. forgive me. <laughs> Comment because no one else does. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, yeah, the salary's a little better here. Um, but like I said, it costs a living. They took care of a lot of things at these international schools, man. Uh, Shanghai American School is one of those high-powered, what they call the golden handcuffs. You know, because oh, people don't want to yeah. leave because yeah, the pay yeah. is, is pretty good. Yeah. But it's, you know, paying for the rent, the utilities. You don't have to drive out there. Food is cheaper. I mean, I had I had a maid, which we call Ai. Ai means auntie in Chinese. That would come every Sunday. She'd cook food. she cook all types of food. Wow. From, you know, me and Tiao, you know, that's your kind of noodles from your mi fan, which is your cooked rice, to just good old-fashioned ham bao. You know what ham bao means? Uh, is it? No. Hamburger. <laughs> oh, I thought I thought it was bow like a little bow, like a. Well, that's what the hamburger looks like when you look at it a little bow, you know. I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. exposed around the middle though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like two bows on a burger, and then yeah, it's I can see it. it yeah, yeah. It's like a cousin of it. Yeah, it's like a long lost distant relative of the you know the bow tribe. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was a uh, was a good experience, man, but. You know, you running around basically, you know, being a school psychologist, which represents, you know, doing counseling and assessments for learning disabilities, as well as crisis prevention, intervention, and postvention, you know, so kids that are suicidal or might have even committed suicide, uh, you know, major natural acts of God, you know, situations like storms and tsunamis, things of that nature. Yeah. That's the nature of our job as school psychologists. and. Other things like, you know, behavior management, uh, you know, meetings on top of meetings on top of meetings. Uh, <laughs> I hate say, meetings so It's much. just ridiculous. Like, we got too many meetings. Yeah. You know, but, um, yeah, it was, you know, that job can be a little complex out there. You know, trying. And then also, in terms of, like, special education, which is mainly what I work with, you know, so students with different learning profiles, right? Yeah. Um, when you're in a country that doesn't really have a concept of that. Um, in terms of like, what is ADHD? What is dyslexia, a.k.a. reading disability? Uh, yeah. You know, what do you mean my kid has, you know, quote unquote, a problem? You know, that can be a little challenging for, you know, the kind of, uh, you know, family populations that we had out there. Um, but I liked it. I enjoyed it. I'm trying to go back to visit in March. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? But hopefully this whole virus thing, you know, uh, calms down. We might have to call the Wu-Tang Clan to go, you know, and, you know, smack it one time upside the head. I'm just saying, you know, Wu-Tang, <laughs> Wu-Tang. Sorry, got a little... Send the killer bees. Got a little wavy, sorry. All right. <laughs> <laughs> a little too wavy, sorry. <laughs> oh, man, tsunami, baby. That's cool, yeah. I uh, I would like to visit China someday, but it's, it just feels so daunting. It's like such a different place. Yeah. But I guess like Shanghai, Shanghai mm-hmm. is... Uh, it's pro- it's a lot more western than the rest of the country, right? Yeah, you know, it's an international city, it's a port city, so the reality is, you know, you got that international flavor. Um, you and know, they're not communists, they're like very capitalist, right? Well, not not to get political, but uh I Let's mean Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, China has <laughs> China has capitalistic tendencies, right? But it's all with Chinese characteristics. Yeah. So it's still communism per se, right? Um, but the reality is, is they, they still trying to make that money. Yeah. You know, they're still trying to make that top dollar. You're still walking around seeing the latest Teslas and Gucci bags and stuff like that. I mean, it is capitalism per se, yeah. but they're just doing it in their own sort of way. Um, the reality is Shanghai is a little bit more laissez-faire and laid back when it comes to some of those, you know, stereotypical kind of, you know, strict kind of restrictions that uh, the rest of mainland China has. Yeah. Um, it's close as you'll get to, you know, that kind of Hong Kong experience without being in Hong Kong. Oh, wait, I... Okay, I'm stupid. I think I was mixing it up with Hong Kong. Because <laughs> is Shang- Shanghai's that's is that in mainland China and then yeah. Hong Kong? Okay, Hong Kong's the one I was thinking of. Oh, okay, okay. I've been to Hong Kong. Okay. I was there a year ago uh, for vacation, Chinese New Year's last year. Uh huh. That's but, the one that's capitalist. Yeah, I mean Hong the, Kong's. Is, they're yeah. like a separate because they had a weird thing with the British Empire and you blah blah. blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had okay. that whole 
colonization, colonialism going on. Yeah. You know, the queen, you know, God saved the queen, you know, had all these little, you know, vacation properties around the world. Hong Kong was one of them. Uh (laughs) But they gave back Hong Kong to mainland China in the late 90s. uh, Yeah, I remember that as a kid. Like, I forget. My parents went to China, like, on a big trip, but then I didn't go. Like, my sister and I went to my cousin's house. Mm -hmm. And I think they were talking about that a bunch because I I just remember it being a big deal, like – Oh man, they're giving it back! Like, whoa! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty surreal. I mean, uh, you know, you got a situation where it's like, you know, Hong Kong and China, and mainland China. You know, you got two different worlds out there, really. And Hong Kong's existed in this separate space forever. And so mm-hmm. to try to, you know, come back to round to, you know, what the Communist Party wants, what mainland, the rest of mainland China is following, it's kind of this delicate dance because um, they can't really make Hong Kong be completely like mainland China because yeah. there's too many in- international investors in there. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is basically, you know, as close to a westernized society as you can get yeah. in mainland China, right? But uh, at the same time, it's still China. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, they're on, they're on their own little semi-autonomous kind of, you know, situation, but it's still China. You know, it's still China. And so you've got a, you know, a lot of young folks that are trying to figure it out. A lot of the people who are leadership, you know, in mainland China trying to figure it out. And hopefully it's a peaceful kind of situation and things like that. Because, I mean, China's a beautiful place. Hong Kong's a beautiful place. But um, with anything, you know, regarding power and philosophy and belief systems, uh, it can get a little complex. Yeah. You know, as a Christian man, you know, that sometimes happens, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and wink, wink, you know, nudge, nudge, you know. Yeah. Shout out to my Auntie Peggy out there in Louisiana. Just want to give her a <laughs> shout out. Is she watching? She might be. You never know. Oh, shit. Subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's great. I went to Canada. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. Oh, it was fun. Yeah. I didn't, I've, I've talked about it, but I don't know who's watching. Anyways, I went, <laughs> um, yeah, this uh, comic, Jimmy Earl, he's been doing, he does shows like all over the country and okay. Canada and yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. like that, and sometimes in Europe, and he's uh, he started wanting to do like a vlog video companion type mm-hmm. of thing to his shows mm-hmm. to post on like YouTube and mm. Facebook. So, like, he hired me to film things, but then I get to go with him and, like, do a set at the show. Nice. And then, yeah, so it's, like, um, so we went to Vancouver, Mm. and we basically, like, left early in the morning, flew to Seattle, and landed, like, in rush hour traffic. Oh, no. Yeah. And then we (laughs) drove to Vancouver, and then we went to dinner with his friends. He went to high school with, like, 12 people, because, like, he, he grew up, he... He's from Toronto, but he grew up in a suburb of Vancouver. And uh, so, like, they had, like, a small high school, I guess. And so, like, the dinner was, like, literally half of his class. <laughs> and, uh, and so after that, then we went to the, the club, Yuck Yucks, mm-hmm. which is, like, a really, like, it's, like, a famous, it's, like, the improv, but for Canada, I guess. Okay, cool. So it's pretty cool. Like, it was really awesome to, like, get a video and, like, film myself doing a set there and have that logo sitting up there. And, like, that's legendary. Yeah, it just yeah. feels good. I mean, it's yeah. not, you know, it's not like I work there. They're not going to bring me back. Yeah. But please do. I mean, but, let them come back. Why not? You know? Yeah. You yeah. Did, I saw the video of it a little bit. I thought you did amazing, man. Thank you. Yeah, I thought you did real good, man. So that's why I'm sitting here right now representing with you because you got yeah. talent. If I, I hadn't had that video, you wouldn't be here. Oh, I mean, for real, no. <laughs> yeah. I saw you on that stage. I was like, good gosh, I got to hang out with that guy more often. <laughs> you got all this silky hair, not out of place and stuff like that. Man, goodness gracious. Yeah, that's lovely. Yeah, it was fun. And then after the show, we drove back to Seattle mm. that night. Mm-hmm. And flew home, so I was home at like 
7 in the morning. Jesus. It was like 23 hours of being awake in a oh row. Oh, my gosh. Well, when you're in Vancouver, which is a beautiful city, man, you can't sleep often. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, we didn't really see it, but I think he wants to go back, so hopefully we'll yeah. go. And then I maybe like stay a day or two and like see it, you know, because yeah, yeah. it's supposed to be a really great place. Vancouver's amazing. Been to Vancouver, Toronto, and Edmonton up in Canada, man. And yeah. Vancouver's one of them. Is that your favorite one out of the three? Ah, Or they're all good for different reasons? ah, They're all good for different reasons. Edmonton's like home away from home, away from home, away from home, because I got a lot of homes away from homes, away from homes. Do you have family (laughs) in Canada? No, I just got my my buddies Brett and Diana. They're up there with their two beautiful babies, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, I go visit them every summertime up there. Um, Got a lot of people that are associated with the scene in terms of, you know, school up there, in terms of University of Alberta, Edmonton, school boards up there, you know, really trying to, you know, fight for change. You know, trying to, you know, impact, you know, the politics of it all. Because Edmonton is kind of like the Austin, you know, of, uh, you know, Canada. And Alberta is like the Texas. The Texas of the North is very, you know, cowboy, rodeo, Alberta beef, you know, kind of things like that. So, uh-huh. you know, a lot of my people like uh, up there, you know, are a little bit more left-leaning and stuff like that. Feel the burn, you know, 2020, you know what I mean? <laughs> 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 you know, so uh, they're really trying hard to kind of, you know, practice, you know, what they preach in terms of inclusive practices and trying to, you know, let people know, like, yo, like, why you a hater in, you know, simplistic terms? Like, you just yeah. a hater. Like, stop that. Yeah. We're not hating in 2020. So, Clear vision, baby. So Alberta's more of like a right-wing type of place. As right-wing as they can be in Canada, yeah. Yeah, because Canada's politics, pretty left anyways. Yeah, their, their politics is a little different than ours down here. So, yeah. But, yeah, Alberta. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's country out there. <laughs> But it's like got the most beautiful skyline. It's just like a huge skyline. Yeah. You go there during the summertime, it's amazing. But, I mean, that's really the best time to go is like summer because every time of the year, of the year. White snow oh, everywhere. It's cold. It's, they had like bitter freezing uh, oh. a few weeks ago, like record temperature freezing or some stuff, like negative 36 degrees. Or, and, you know, there's a certain point of time, you know, in the comments, you can correct me, you scientists out there, <laughs> you know, you young engineers out there. Like there's a certain point of uh, number where, you know, Celsius and Fahrenheit – mean the same thing yeah so i think that it Absolute reached zero yeah it's like man yeah. you're out there just freezing and just you know wondering my gosh what am i doing out here you know I What's should... a, I, it's like i hear i don't know i mean there's places in america where it gets cold in the winter but then it gets summery and you have yeah. like uh, seasons in california it's kind of like it gets colder mm-hmm. in the winter but it mm-hmm. doesn't snow unless you're in the mountains yeah but i don't know yeah it's like it sounds like in canada it's just like most of it is snowing all the time. Yeah, for the most part, and then Vancouver on the west side is mostly raining. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that Seattle kind of flow. Yeah. In terms, of, you know, it's, it's going to be raining most of the time. It's going to be dark and dreary. So yeah. That's why when it's summertime, all the festivals are popping. You know, music and food, and yeah. you know, got comedy spots and things of that nature going on. Like you said, I mean, uh, during the summertime, it's amazing to go to those kind of you know, different different cities. But uh, where I really want to go is Montreal because they be speaking the you know parlez-vous français, s'il vous plaît. Don't they frère. hate people who speak English there, there though? Uh, I heard that, but that's because you know trying to you know uh, they see the English as a little you know a little snooty, if you will. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's the opposite. Like they're snooty and they think we're like you know like beneath them for talking like this. <laughs> well, this is the place, you know, Montreal and Canada, they produce, you know, a poetic, lyrical genius like Leonard Cohen, man. So, like, uh-huh. hey, I mean, I'd be snooty, too, if I had a lyrical genius like Leonard Cohen, you know, the man of doom or whatever with his fancy fedoras walking around singing like this. I came so far for beauty. I left so much behind. 
my family and my patience, my masterpiece unsigned. You know, like, yeah, let a cord, like, I got you, bro. That was my mantra. I'm gonna get tatted, I'm gonna get tatted right here in my arm, bro. Like that, like th that legendary kind of stuff coming from Canada, of course it's gonna be snooty, man. I don't blame them. I'm trying to be with them, you know what I mean? See, okay, so I've heard of Leonard Cohen, but I'm <laughs> my my uh, there's if there's like a gap in my pop culture thing, it's music. Like mm. as soon as people start talking about like oh Leonard Cohen or or Tupac, Tupac, Jay Z, <laughs> or or just or like Prince, um, yeah. But also, I mean, like you know Willie Nelson or Dolly Parton, like anyone. I'm just <laughs> I have such a weird. This is like a long spectrum. Like we went from like Cohen to well, that's what I'm saying to is Tupac it's, to it, Dolly Parton, like all popular music, <laughs> yeah. regardless of genre. I'm yeah. like I don't like a lot of it for whatever reason. I don't know why. My interests are always like. I like electronic music. I like uh, okay. like broy reggae skank ska music. You know, like oh, that man. pepper bullshit. It's all it's all making sense now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I, I know I'm wrong, but it's what I like. So I don't know, but I can't it's like I don't like Nick Cave, a lot of people are like, Nick Cave is so amazing and I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't want to be sad when I listen to music. Like I <laughs> I can do that without it. I don't need oh, the music to make me sadder. So Oh man, it's, well I I mean there's a lot of good music that won't make you sad, Luke. You got just you just gotta trust oh, I know. me and no, let me lead you on the promised land path, man. Yeah. yeah. No, there's good stuff. I'm just saying, like, I'm just such a weird, like I don't I'm not a big lyric guy. Like if mm. I hear a good one, I'm like, that's cool, but I'm more excited. Like I just like to feel like I like to hear sounds that I like. Mm. And those both of those genres that I mentioned are kinda like they're always a lot of them are more like happy and upbeat, and yeah. I usually would rather have that than like get brought down because I think I need to like an upper. Mm. I don't want a downer, you know. Yeah, yeah. If we're talking in drug terms. I mean, music <laughs> music is a drug, ain't it? You know, just saying. Yeah, so, I like jazz a lot too. Okay, cool. Um, I'm not, and again, like it's not. I don't like know the history, and I can't name a bunch of stuff. But I like things like Miles Davis and yeah. John Coltrane and Art Blakey and Dexter Gordon and. Cannonball Adderley. Okay. You, you know, there's a lot of drugs in jazz, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Speaking of in drug terms, right? You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I found this thing the other day. It was this is the the one time that an Instagram ad kind of grabbed me. Uh oh. Uh it was uh this band was advertising their page and it, they're like a, a German marching band, but they they cover like electronic music. Oh my god. So it sounds it's like really cool. It's weird, but it's it's also like I like instrumental stuff a lot because I want to be able to think, I guess. I don't know. Because mm -hmm. I spend a lot of time writing now, so I need things that I can listen to that aren't going to like. No, I hear you. Not have no, like, what they call it, like a, <clears throat> you know, mind worm or ear worm or whatever. They're kind of digging in your head and just, yeah. okay, now I can't think of my own stuff because now I'm just repeating, you know. You know, girl, you look good once you back that ass up. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Juvenile, you know, the poet of our, you know, late 90s, cash money for the 9999. Like, you know, that's a little earbug or whatever they call that thing. And yeah. just like, next thing you know, you're just like, you know, after you back it up, then stop. Now, what, what, what? Now drop it like it's hot. Like, yeah. now, now you can't write. Yeah, how am I supposed to write jokes? Yeah, you're right. Or about aliens. Yeah, well, my space thing I'm writing. That. Well, Lil Wayne's, you know, <laughs> he, he he's not the same. He's a Martian, so listen to Lil yeah. Wayne is kind of going to be the same. Uh -huh. So maybe you need to listen to more Weezy. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Well, that's who you need to find. Okay. But I get what you're saying, though. I can't really, like, if I'm trying to do something, I'll listen to, like, a lot, a lot of lo-fi or chill yeah. wave, you know, kind of, you know, that, you know, 
not so melancholy, but just smooth, kind of, you know. Yeah, just kind of like a, a nice, motion, even, yeah. mm-hmm. wavy bit. Yeah, there you go, wavy. Or bit, is that the right word? I don't know, like a beat. I think that's what I meant. It's all right. I, I forgive you. <laughs> we just, probably misquoted a lot of statistics on this, sure. on this right and now. And we are so. not experts on anything. I mean, no, it's, a, it's, it's just a regular old, you know, two, you know, bros just chilling, you know, reminiscing about the glory years, man. Yeah, the only way you can hang out with someone and have a real conversation in 2020 is to podcast. So that's why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm here. I'm glad to be here. I yeah. hope I get invited again. Yeah. I got so much, you know, knowledge in my spaceship. Isn't this is it's sickening, man. It's, I'm just glad to get it out there. Yeah. Well, yeah. And like, uh, like I was telling someone the other night about the podcast is like, I'm a comedian, but that doesn't mean I only want to have comics on. Like, yeah. I, anyone that I want to talk to, like, yeah. I just want to have you on. Cause that's, it's like that thing, like the mandate I said, for mm-hmm. myself is it's like a Joe Rogan podcast. It's not Joe Rogan, but it's like yeah. it's like that in that he just has whoever he feels like having on. Yeah. And I like that cuz then it's like, well, and if you're not into the com the funnier people, then don't watch those. If you're not into this one, don't watch it. Yeah. I and then you. I'm try- I've been trying to make a vlog. Oh, wow. Yeah. Next level with the vlogs and the blogs, the podcasts. You. Oh my gosh. Hashtag content. You are the Walter Cronkite of comedy right now, bro. Is that what he did? Did he do vlogs? <laughs> I mean, if he was, you know, still... If he's still around. <laughs> still still in the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shouts to Walter Cronkite, man. Yeah. That's a good dude right there. <laughs> somewhere, in a, somewhere in a cemetery, he's... Or something. I don't know what he did. I just... <laughs> I know that. Was he, the, was he the guy that would, like... He was, like, the voice of America, American news back yeah, in the day, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, yeah, I don't. I never saw him except in clips. Like, well, I mean, he was kind of before our times as yeah. millennials, you know. You know, millennials are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> whenever, whenever I tell someone I'm a millennial, no, they know. They know. <laughs> they just they go, <laughs> <laughs> and they clutch their AARP card just ever so tightly. <laughs> yeah, in their left hand, up. and they're not even left-handed. You know. Yeah. They're just. That weird they like that. Bend the shit out of it. Like, oh, <laughs> Give me my matinee movie and my social security. <laughs> <laughs> I need my early bird special. Gosh, Lee. I mean, isn't that like how weird? Like every generation hates on the ones coming up. And it's been yeah. like that forever since the beginning of time. Yeah. And everybody, I think it's because when people get a little older, they need something to hold on to to keep them feeling special. I think that's some psychological yeah, so they repressed think kind they of status. They had the best yeah. time when they were younger. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we were the best. You know, our time was the best. Back in my day, we used to run the streets and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah, back in your day, you were firebombing churches with little innocent babies and stuff like that. So, yeah, we got dark. Yeah, Black History Month next month. You didn't know we were going to go there, did you? <laughs> Anyways. So anyway, party is right. Let's go back to ARIP and IHOP. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, everybody want to feel special, right? Like they look at their glory years and, you know, people who uh, have lived that kind of charmed life, they can get away with that, right? You know, there's what? a lot of talk around privilege and, you yeah. know, what is privilege? And then you tell anybody about their privilege, they get all like, well, I've been through some stuff. You can't tell me I had a hard life, blah, blah, blah. It's not that you didn't have a hard life. That's not the issue. The issue is that you have certain privileges ascribed to you based on gender, religion, um, based on, you know, social economic status or whatever yeah. that allowed you possibly to be able to, you know, cut a few more corners than people who don't have that privilege and be more a little bit more protective in that little shield and bubble. So if they're talking about, like, back in my day, things were so glorious and, you know, so charming and, you know, oh, what da 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 like that, I'm like, I don't want to hear that, man. Like, and don't try to smash down 
the generation coming up behind you. Because let me tell you something. This generation right now, they not believing. You, you think it's bad that you got older folks that are being put in nursing homes, man. Yeah. At least they're being put in nursing homes. This new generation, the way you're pissing them off, like these 18, 21-year-olds, 26-year-olds and stuff like that, you ain't even going to get a nursing home, bro. Oh, sorry, we ran out of money. You know what you got to do? You got to go sleep in the yard right now on that front lawn, <laughs> on that, that well-manicured yeah. lawn, because <laughs> sorry, we had to make cuts. Sorry, budget cuts. Oh, man, yeah. So just a warning from the future, because we're not the same. I am a Martian like Lil Wayne. Wow. That was beautiful. Sorry, that was a soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. No, yeah, the privilege thing is, it's like, I think that if you have it, it's hard to understand it because you don't know what it's like without it. Yeah. So then you get defensive. Oh, yeah. You know? And like I say, nobody's trying to say that you this and that, but God, for goodness sake, listen. Yeah. Please listen for a minute. That's all we want. <laughs> yeah. I have privilege. What's your privilege? I'm white. Ah, yeah. And I got privilege, too, as a cisgender, heterosexual male, you know, as someone who grew up, you know, in a mostly middle class, you know, area, right? Uh, yeah, Folsom. So you, yeah, you know, so you try to acknowledge, you know, the privilege that you got and try not to, you know, to be a jerk. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. You know, just don't be a jerk. Like my boy, you know, uh, my boy T.R. Uh, Letton, he's a, you know, author out there. One of his things is just like, just be cool. That's his, that's his whole phrase. That's his whole flow. Just be cool. So yeah. we're trying to just be cool in 2020. Stop trying to step on other people's toes because you think you're holier than thou and you're not infallible or anything like that. So, yeah, I feel like so many people, to feel like they have some kind of control or power in the world, mm -hmm. they shit on people. Oh, yeah. And like I like to do that for fun as a joke. <laughs> like I do roast battles, but those are like you, you both say, yes, let's do this. Yeah. You know, and then I think... You know, you make fun of things that are, like Donald Trump, obviously, make fun of that. But <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's like there's some things it's okay in it. But I mean, I think there's some people who just want to like, I don't know, I talked about this. We talked about this on the last episode, kind of just like cancel culture. And like there's oh, people who wow. are just, their job Ooh, is just, yeah. like they, their whole life. I'm ready to be outraged. Mission. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They just, they're starting on angry. Yeah. And it's like, what are you well, I think some people... And a lot of those people have privilege. It's like, it's like white people that work... Yeah. Uh, they're journalists. It's like... Yeah. It's very strange. Uh, well, some, yeah. you know, it's like any kind of fad. People jump on it and they, you know, want to, you know, roll with it. And, yeah. you know, okay, well, we're going to be part of this cancel culture, you know, kind of flow. So let's go ahead and, you know, fight the power in their own, you know, way and stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, for people who are of that kind of, you know, okay, this is really bothering me and this is really triggering me, you know, they probably do have a history, you know, that is, you know, traumatic. They probably do have a history that yeah. is painful and sad. But without actually being able to discuss it and talk about it, people don't know that. Well, so it all, seems, it all seems like reactionary and like, okay, I'm just going, you yeah. know, we got to get rid of this and get rid of that. It's like, well, let's it's, talk about it. Tell me difficult. a little bit about your story. It's difficult, too, when it's on, like, Twitter or Facebook because mm -hmm. it's like these little pieces like you're not we're not you're not talking to someone you're posting a comment yeah and then you're trying to get the most likes and yeah and be louder than the other person and there's no volume because it's text you know and yeah, it's just, exactly and, and then you can't there's no understanding because you don't have like the facial cues and yeah. the you know like I, there's a lot of time i hear so many stories listening to other podcasts of like people who have like followings and then they get comments and and like they'll they'll get like a DM on their Instagram mm. and be like, how could you make this joke about pregnant women? Oh, or yeah. or, yeah. or how could you say this about this or that? Yeah. And then, 
or or like fuck this guy he sucks yeah. like not even just specifically about a joke they just be like you suck yeah. and then the person messages them back and then all of a sudden they're like oh I'm so sorry I didn't know you actually <laughs> messaged me and that's that's so funny to me because yeah. it's like this weird and I remember that feeling like I like around high school early college I would get like just angry at like a famous person mm-hmm. I'd be like man these, this guy sucks yeah you know I think that happened to me once there was like a writer um, I really like IGN.com do you know that website. Mm-mm. They they do like oh, IGN with the, like the video games and yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. no, I do know IGN. My bad. Yeah, and yeah. they had uh, there's a guy who still writes there, Scott Calora. He's mm-hmm. amazing. But mm-hmm. back in the back then, like he started writing for them, and for whatever reason, I just didn't like what he would write. I thought he wasn't funny or something mm-hmm. stupid. And mm-hmm. I remember like commenting or messaging on Twitter, mm-hmm. and then he was just like, "Oh well, sorry, uh, I'll try to get better." And I was like, "Oh fuck, I'm so sorry." And then I felt like <laughs> such a dick. And then I, you know, like I followed him, and like now it's, you know, like I haven't, but once in a while I'll like tweet at him, and then he'll like it, and it's cool. Yeah, but yeah. it's like, you know, you just you don't if that person's not a person. Yeah. So that's why the internet's so weird because it just makes everybody like these images and yeah. not actual people like you you lose your 3d-ness you, yeah you're yeah, yeah. 2d or 1d and it's yeah, weird yeah it's just a soulless entity just yeah letters and you know punctuation that is often not correctly used <laughs> yeah grammar that's not it's, often correctly used and then people are like oh i can't argue with somebody who doesn't know how to spell the right firm form it there you know oh i'm sorry like my bad autocorrect yeah. iphone trying to do me it's an iphone 7 yeah. forgive me or i'm on the i'm on i'm doing stuff i Texted. I didn't have time to. Uh, uh, the edit. Edit. There you go. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> you too are also on the iPhone Seven in terms of you know your processing time. I guess. Yeah, my brain. Is, <laughs> they they keep putting new software in, and the battery is just like dying. You know, like I need a new body. Anyone what, have a body what, out there for wasn't me? Wasn't that like a Justin Timberlake movie or whatever? Remember, like what was that movie with time or whatever with the? Oh. Had to get the, yeah, you, you just you just I maybe think, remind me of that movie. Yeah. I think that I haven't seen it, but I didn't. Wasn't that like a Logan's Run type of thing? It like, was, yeah. With, yeah, yeah, it was like Logan's Run, which is actually apparently the book's much better than the Logan Run movie, from what I've heard. But oh, okay, I've never seen or read any. I just know the story that, and I've and I remember the Family Guy clip with Brian. Ah, uh, yeah, and he's just like, <laughs> there's like a diamond in his <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, ruby, yeah, and yeah. he's just like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Family Guy <laughs> sometimes has some good episodes. Most of the time, I think they have good episodes. Now yeah, they've gotten. Uh, a little less, you know, um, worried about being canceled, maybe. You know, Seth MacFarlane's just a Don Juan right now, Fox, you know. <laughs> I feel like he probably doesn't even be, he's probably not that involved in the creative part mm-hmm. anymore because he makes that show that's like a next generation. Oh, yeah, thing. he makes, uh, what is it called? The, yeah, it's, it's the Star, Star Trek, the Orville, yeah. Yeah, I hear that's a really good show. I haven't I, seen it. I liked it. I watched the first season, and it's weird because it's, it'll, once in a while they'll have like a really, like a really off color like Family Guy joke, mm. but then also it's the Next Generation. That's like legit. It, it has that like that nice feel where you know like how Next Generation feels like a couch in space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it you're does. just kind of like lounging and you're like, like most of the time it does feel like that. Hail <laughs> the Klingons, you know, like mm-hmm. it's just <laughs> yeah. Now we're going into the mess hall and Whoopi Goldberg is talking to me. You know, yeah. it's like and they have time just... to <laughs> contemplate big exactly. ideas exactly. And, and then you if know. you get sick, the like Beverly Crusher just it may take her like a week, but she'll figure it she'll out. She'll figure it she'll out. She's you. too busy, you know, wiping you know Wesley's backside because Wesley's still yeah. you know a big baby. Sorry to the guy that <laughs> played Wesley Crusher. Will but people, Wheaton. but people be making fun of Wesley Crusher on the internet all the time. So I feel like I had to join in, you <laughs> yeah. know. So 
But I mean, Kessler, see, but if he walked in right now, you'd be like, I'm so sorry. No, I mean, I might, I, just, I, I might have an issue with him still, but I know that that's not him per se. But that was just bad quality yeah. writing, you know, director, you know. But that's like yeah. the same thing with the the situation with Star Wars, you know, with Rose Trico, right? And if I probably mispronounced the, the character's last name, I think it's Tico, but uh, yeah. yeah, something like that. No I'm R. like, I'm like. Like, come on, why are you hating on her? It's not her fault that... Uh, oh, yeah, no. It's not know. the actress's fault at all. So that's how you know that that toxic masculinity junk is yeah. real and exists. Like, people just, well, you can't touch my Star Wars, wham, yeah. wham, wham, not realizing that Star Wars has never really had the tightest and strongest of storytelling writing. <laughs> I mean, you look at all nine of them. See, I, I, I get that argument, but I'm also like, why does it have to be not tight, you know? The Marvel movies mm-hmm. are, I mean, they're not like amazing. They're not like, you know, Oscar films, but when you okay, watch Martin them. Scorsese. Yeah. Tell me more. Sorry. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying like if the Marvel movies can be big blockbusters and be satisfying as storytelling, mm-hmm. you know, vessels or whatever, like I just want Star Wars to be there. Like I don't, because when you watch like, we, I don't know, I mean, Star <clears throat> Wars is sort of bigger and crazier than Marvel in terms oh, of yeah. fandom, but yeah. I feel like, you know, we we watch Marvel movies and we don't have the same polarization. And with Star Wars, it's like I feel like it's pretty obvious that they didn't have a plan for this new trilogy. Yeah. They recycled too many things. Yeah. And then a lot of the storytelling was very like one dimensional. Mm-hmm. And some of the character stuff. So yeah. it's that's why I don't I didn't like the new trilogy overall. And also why I think people are so upset. Because I think if they were at least had a better, like a, a slightly stronger mm-hmm. storytelling. Uh, yeah. Like if they, if they were just better at storytelling in those movies, then yeah. we wouldn't have the same fight that everyone's, like everyone's fighting over. I don't know. Yeah. I blame <laughs> Boomer Culture. Boomer Culture came up with Star Wars, the original oh, it's trilogy. it's millennial culture for sure. You know, well, I don't even think it's millennial culture. I think a lot of the you know comments I also read is from <laughs> these old kind of men that just like, yeah. you know, my Star Wars back in the day, you know, you yeah. know, Princess Leia was Princess Leia, you know, just weird, random, like, anger on the internet yeah. for no reason. But that's most of those people who watched the movies back then were, like, kids. They were in teenagers, early 20s and stuff like that. I mean, you do get some of that with the millennial culture, too. You know, unsatisfied, I want it now, 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 and this and this and this kind of, you know, oh, you, you know, everybody's trying to do this and that. But a lot of people's complaints, you know, related to, like, oh, social justice warriors, stuff like that. I don't really hear too many millennials talking like that. I hear more older yeah, people too. No, that's, I mean, that's yeah, totally. And I think those fans are really—they ruin the conversation because then when they say those things, it sounds like like if you have a criticism about the movie that's legitimate, yeah, you kind of get lumped in. Oh still my with, gosh, with the yes, racist idiots that are yes. like, how could a stormtrooper be black? And it's like, they—they're not clones anymore. Like. <laughs> Even in the A New Hope, like those stormtroopers are people that are yeah. soldiers that either signed up or were conscripted. They're not yeah. clones anymore. So it's it's like, but but people are dumb and they just watch the prequels and they're like, oh, they're all the Boba Fett guy. So mm-hmm. that means forever. They're it's like no, they they get old and they die and the clones yeah. are having an accelerated growth rate. Yeah, you see that in the movie and yeah. people are people are just stupid. Yeah, I mean that's what I hate about the whole like you're saying like there is legit criticism with the you know Last Jedi. Yeah. And I tell anybody, you come at me on the comment section. I'm ready for you. <laughs> the last Jedi was horrible. It was not good. Yeah. It was not good. You telling me we got a slow speed space chase? They're just out of reach. We just can't catch them. We talking about the first order dog with 
Kylo Ren, Ben Solo with force powers beyond measure. You telling me they couldn't catch that little slow moving spaceship? And they did when they sent the TIE fighters out. Yeah, they caught so up to so like <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. There's no resistance in space. There's just vacuum. So you can go however fast you can. Yes. You know, like they could be going almost to the speed of light. Because you can go up like you know, you can if you're once you start hitting this I don't know, I don't know physics, but I know yeah. that there's no it's not like they would just both get to a certain speed and be like, all right, I guess can't go any faster, and then be able to launch ships that can go faster? It, like, that it, doesn't just, make any just, sense. It's just ridiculous. You got my boy Luke Skywalker looking like a, a curmudgeon hermit, you know what I'm saying? You got him drinking, you know, alien breast milk, wiping it like this, you know what I'm saying? I, see, and then I the like next minute things. he evaporated. I will Spoiler say, alert, he evaporates at the end. Yeah. He evaporated, Luke. No, that was lame. That was weak. It, and, and, and it's not like... I think when you have something like that, you have to have very clear rules for what the force is and how it works. And if you're going to have him die at the end from, from Exhaustion. space timing too hard, <laughs> then, then what you have to do is in the first 20, 30, 40 minutes, you have someone read something or talk about how, oh, Jedi Master so-and-so in this journal I found once Use uh, this astral power projected and, and he passed away. Yeah. Then when it happens, then you're like, oh, okay, but... I think Ryan Johnson, when he wrote that, was thinking, like, it'll be super badass if Luke Skywalker shows up and doesn't die when he gets blasted by lasers, and then he's just, like, brushes his shoulder off. I mean... See you around, kid. It's a cool moment, but then also it's, like, it feels empty. Like, it feels hollow, just yes. like his astral projection. Yeah. It's like... Because <laughs> it's, like... So, he he wasn't there, but he did the thing... I don't know. And then, yeah, just you were saying that the space chase is lame. I thought it was lame to have shitty little speeders and a bad remake of the Hoth battle. Yeah. That was stupid. Like, I want to see new things. Salt. It's salt. Yeah. Like, it's It's, salt. It's literally like, I feel like that's the director going, it's different, guys. I promise. It's not snow. It's It's salt. salt. But I mean, like, and then the Casino Royale, like, you know, with, with the space alien horses and, the goat you know, horses. I mean, and then you don't tell me no more about Broom Boy at the end with the Jedi powers and the using the force. I want, but I want to know. That stuff I, didn't make sense either. I want to know more about Broom Boy. Broom Boy wasn't even in, you know, uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. And so you allude to all, and, but see, Star Wars, this is where, this is where I get really upset with Star Wars. <laughs> here we go. Let me, here we go. Like, I got I got to get David Stoffer. Do you know David Stoffer? Uh, I don't know David. I don't think he didn't go to high school with us but he was in my kindergarten class okay. and like i went to school with him at oak chan okay okay yeah well, I might, if i see him i might recognize he, him maybe from your you might from yeah. like facebook is that yeah, he, yeah. he has a podcast the okay, brave cool. little podcast okay cool and he does movie reviews and we talked about the force awakens when it came out for like two hours mm-hmm. one time and that was great and so i want to get him back to talk about this stuff because he likes the last jedi he loves it oh man but see some people do because it's like you know, like I've read online, like if it was a standalone movie, we wouldn't be having this big rage, you know, fest. There, if it was a yeah. standalone movie that wasn't in the sequence of the Skywalker quote unquote saga, yeah. then people wouldn't have been so upset. But since you had, you know, beloved characters like Luke, like, you know, Space Age Leia out of nowhere, like waking up from the dead and then, oh, I'm going to be back there. You know, uh, just, you know, those little idiosyncrasies or whatever. Uh, idiosyncrasies. Yeah, yeah, idiosyncrasies. Thank there, you. Uh, there's a lot weird. of, yeah, there's just, I there's things I like in The Last Jedi. Like, it's not a completely awful movie, mm-hmm. in my opinion, like, but there's just so many things that are stupid that I feel like. I just, like, it just, I can't enjoy it enough. 
And then, yeah, The Rise of Skywalker. That's why I, I say the number one problem with this trilogy is lack of planning. Yes. Because it's very clear, like, if you hire one guy to write something and direct it, he sets up all this cool shit, and then yeah. the next guy comes in and goes, no, fuck that, and he yeah. kills everything. Then the next, And then the, uh, the first guy comes back yeah. and tries to bring all the things back. Mm-hmm. I always think of it as this metaphor of, like, J.J. Abrams created a bunch of action figures and left them in the sandbox. Mm. And then Ryan Johnson came along and like blew them up with firecrackers and set them on fire. <laughs> that and seems like something he would do. Yeah. No offense, Mr. Johnson. <laughs> and then J.J. Abrams comes back to the sandbox. He's like, what happened to my toys? Yeah. He's and he has seen... to glue them back together. Mm. And then you get this like shitty movie with Band-Aids all over it. You know, like it's. Yeah, I mean, but <clears throat> at the end of the day, Star Wars has always been, a, you know, a series with plot holes. So that's the one thing that yeah. major critics don't understand is because they're not going to... I just want it to not... Like, you don't have to, though. That's my but, point, you know? It's but, like, it, but see, the thing is, like, as a whole story, when you conclude, include the comics and you include the cartoon shows and, the, you know, yeah. the one-off 50-page, you know, primer about, you know, how Kylo Ren was this and that and how Ray's parents were this and that, like, they, they'll, they'll fill in the holes eventually... It'll be filled in on Clone Wars or some new Disney Plus series or whatever. Yeah. But movie critics are not the movie critics. I'm not going to digest all this, you know, Star Wars, you know, you know, lore. Fans don't mind that because that's why they die hard. So they'll go ahead and be like, "Oh yeah, well actually, just so you know, they already explained how Luke was able to project himself back in you know issue twenty five on the one off from Japan's Marvel series." You know, yeah. I, I know we got no time for that. But also. Like that, that you shouldn't need the comic books That's to explain saying. those things. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, but so it's not, it's not that crit, it's not a critic thing. It's like when you're creating these films, you should have your story group figure this out, and yeah. that's what Marvel does. Yeah, Marvel has Kevin Feige, which is great because yes. so like when you compare the two companies or the two parts of Disney, right? Mm-hmm. Lucasfilm, Marvel. Yeah, Lucasfilm has a lady, Kathleen Kennedy. She's the president. And she's not a fan of Star Wars. She's, no, she's a, let it be known, yeah. She's a <laughs> producer yeah. who knows how to create, like, she knows how to hire people, yeah. get films made. She's produced, like, tons. Like, if you look at her IMDb page, she's made, she's worked on so many different amazing yeah. films, like Steven Spielberg stuff, mm-hmm. George Lucas, mm-hmm. I think. Other, She's done a bunch of things. So, But then when you compare her to Kevin Feige, he's, like, the same kind of level of, creative on the mm. marvel side mm-hmm. he, he maybe like he's not the president but he's the guy that shepherds all the movies but yeah. he is a fan yes so and he's worked at marvel like yeah. he worked at marvel for years before I they even had a film that. division mm-hmm. so when you have these two people like she's like yeah that sounds fine but then like if you know a creative decision she's like that sounds like dramatic and good yeah but she doesn't know like that it will be stupid you know yeah. for star wars fans mm-hmm. and so like kevin feige knows like if you ask if you come up with some stupid doctor strange plot point he'll be like no no, no doctor strange would never do that because mm-hmm. he's read the comics yeah. and he knows the yeah. things kathleen kennedy's probably seen star wars she gets it but she doesn't care yeah you know like her job is to make money not to yeah also make a good product yeah i mean she's trying but it's like so my thing is like I just wish that they had hired someone, you know, and I don't care dude or woman. I don't that's not my point. My yeah, point is like it needs to be someone who Who's grew up with it like that. Yeah, yeah, who read the legends, who yeah. reads the extended universe, exactly. who plays the video games a little bit at least. Mm-hmm. Just they need to know that stuff. And then Lucasfilm has a story group. There's a group of people who track all the different timelines and yeah. stories. And, oh, yeah. And they, they keep track so that this character is where they're supposed to be at the right time or yeah. whatever. And those people should have been more involved in the script. 
and then and made sure like when Ryan Johnson wrote The Last Jedi that they were they sort of had meetings and would have been like yeah. well okay wouldn't it be cool though if Ahsoka Tano shows up yeah. and this and this happens exactly cuz i personally i think like if Ahsoka shows up in a film you can do it in a way where you don't have to like confuse people where they're like they have to watch the clone wars to get yeah. who she is yeah. you could introduce people like that and make them interesting and then if you're into it as a you fan dig, you could go back dive, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and i and i just know that that's possible so that's why when people just shrug it off and go it's a, it, it, this plot's always been bad. Not that you were like saying it that way. No, I hear you. And I know you're, I'm not. No, bl- no, no. But it's like I, yeah. to me, I'm just like that's a non-argument because yeah. I know it's possible with Marvel and Pixar films are also a great example of like yeah. a kids movie mm-hmm. that's also deep and good. Yeah. So for me, when they bought Star Wars, I was like, oh, here we go. We're gonna get like yeah really good new movies. Yes. And then we got some good stuff. Like for sure. I mean, The Force Awakens is fun, even if it's a yeah. complete ripoff of A New Hope. Yes. I enjoyed it. I love the new characters. Yeah. I was like Finn and Poe. The the chemistry those guys have within 30 seconds. Yes. It's like, like immediately I'm like, these guys are best friends. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to see them have a whole film together. And then yeah. the next movie splits them up. I know. It's so aggravating. <sighs> And you send Finn off on this, like, first of all, it's a boring planet. No one wants to go to Monte Carlo. We did that in James Bond a million times. We did that in Iron Man 2 with the race yes, scene. We, we don't need that. Yeah. We need, like, I want to see a floating city with, Find like. Find a cold breaker. You know, yeah. Like, I don't need no, no treasure hunt for the cold breaker. Yeah. Who ends up being a, 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 a dang traitor anyway. In a random guy. Like, it's not even the guy they went to get, and he just shows no. up and. He, and then he has some kind of political message about, well, both sides are buying and paying for weapons. I'm like, yeah, we get it, but the, like, where did this come from? Like, you just yeah. threw it in there because you don't like war. And like, mm-hmm. then don't make a war movie. Like, yes. it's a Star Wars. <laughs> make a star piece if that's mm-hmm. what you want to do. Make your own franchise or make a Disney Plus series. Oh, I don't my know. gosh. You were just, you, <sighs> Last Jedi was just, it was. I, I don't know, man. I but mean, I love Ray yeah. and Kylo mm-hmm. and Luke Skywalker. I loved all that stuff because yeah. I liked the way Luke was explaining the Force. I liked the idea of moving forward and building or yeah. or I don't like the idea of burning the past, mm-hmm. but I like the idea of like building on it and finding yeah. new ways to interpret it. It's like it's which is I, Ray what Ray does by saving the Jedi. The, the sacred text, Yoda. You know, yeah. saving the text. Well, that know, yeah. that movie contradicts itself because they go. You know, burn the past, forget yeah, it. Yeah. Like we should destroy it. But then she, t- then at the end, it's like she saved the book. So like, what are you mm-hmm. even saying, Ryan Johnson? <laughs> what are you saying? S- I, I mean, the throne room scene was amazing. I, was, I mean, and like yeah. they say about you know Mr. Johnson, because he might be watching. Because I feel like he's kind of one of those trolls that just you know lurks <laughs> around random recesses of the internet and just I, like I had a conspiracy theory that yeah. he's a Star Trek fan that weaseled his oh. way in and ruined Star Wars. I you know, he's it. like, I know this will make them mad. Oh yeah, like, I believe it. it. But I, it's a it's a joke. But it ain't no joke. <laughs> Watch. <laughs> just like just like my other theory, my other conspiracy theory is Zack Snyder is a bro who got like fucked with in high school by nerds. Yeah. So then he he oh. got really into film, and then he was like, I could make a Batman movie and ruin it, and then make a Justice League movie and make it worse. I believe it. I mean, you hear about <laughs> with with uh, you know, people like that all the time. They're trying to you know recreate uh. 
you know, their life, and you know, and if they had, you know, certain characters in their life that were, you know, you know, bullies or holding yeah. them down. Some people hold on to stuff forever. Apparently, I read about, you know, Dragon Ball Z to switch, you know, kind of topics. You know, the character Vegeta, the Prince of Saiyans, one of my favorite characters, him and Future Trunks, his son, not yeah, Chibi Little I lo- Trunks. I love but Future Trunks, Trunks yeah. with, the, with sword. the sword. You know, that's one of my favorite characters on that show in an anime manga period. But yeah. apparently, what I read was like, you know, the creator Akira. You know, um, never know how to pronounce his last name. Sorry, brother. Toriyama? Tor- uh, I think it's Toriyama. Yeah, I think yeah. that's how you pronounce it. Something like that. Uh, but apparently, Sorry. you know, Vegeta was, you know, some bully he met, you know, when he was a kid or whatever. So he wanted to create a character similar to that bully yeah. who, no matter how hard he works, he will never be able to overcome the good guy, which is Goku, which apparently a- Akira. would be Akira. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I mean, they got random... You know, theories like that on the internet, but I'm sure it's true. I like that better, though, because that's using that conflict as a creative thing yeah. versus like like my – it's a conspiracy theory. It's not real. But that, that <laughs> Zack Snyder okay. or that Ryan Johnson would, would like infiltrate and ruin something. You know, like it's not – they're not putting it into the movie as like yeah. interesting character yeah. drama. It's like I'm just going to dismantle this from the inside and make it implode and – you know. I mean, you probably more on money than you think, brother. <laughs> I'm just saying, like I should maybe I should work on that as a bit, you know, like stand up, like talk about Ryan Johnson being a Star Trek fan. Then it'll, then it'll be cancel culture with you, man. They'll be like, this <laughs> yeah. guy's against the Last Jedi and Mr. Johnson. I'm gonna call him Mr. Johnson. He don't. I, he don't, you spell your name R A N or R A R I A N Ryan. We know a Ryan that spells it that way. Where do we? Ryan Brussel. Do you I know? don't know Ryan Brussel, but sorry, Ryan. Wait, don't you know Ryan? I, I thought don't you know knew. Ryan, okay. but apologies, Ryan. My friend, I'm just talking about Ryan Johnson real quick. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I worked, there's a guy I met when I worked at Borders. Okay. And he, he's engaged to our, my friend Aaron. Mm. I met him first and I met Aaron later, but they're, yeah. they're going to get married this year. Oh, congratulations. Congratulations, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can't make your wedding. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Mexico, like it's far. Ooh, where so. in Mexico? The beach somewhere. Puerto Vallarta? Might be. Yeah, that's a nice little place people go get married. And, yeah, I know. have the invitation in my room. I just don't remember. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah, I mean that that part doesn't bother me that his name's all right. But I get it. I'm just making fun of. Him. I'm just being a yeah, bully yeah. to a millionaire that has made you know Looper or whatever movie they keep quoting. I like Looper. I've never seen Looper. I hear it's amazing though it's because good. everybody cites it all day every day. I like. I want to see Knives Out. I haven't had a chance. Mm, but okay. I also, I was. What I wanted to do was buy a Rise of Skywalker ticket and then walk into Knives Out. <laughs> like give my money to Star Wars. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard. I don't know. Star Wars. I mean, like I said, you know, I love the plot of Luke Skywalker and the Jedi's and the Sith. Yeah. I like a lot of you know the kind of Buddhist kind of you know good versus evil. There is no balance. good kind of balance of the force. Obviously, that George yeah. Lucas was exposed to when he was younger and balancing some of that spiritualism. I, I like that. You know, I um, love that. And I, I was hoping that the Last Jedi would explore that more and be like, like yeah. everybody was the theory crafting was Ray's going to be a gray Jedi and mm-hmm. she'll find some kind of new balance between. Yeah. Where like if you're an individual, you don't have to join the dark or the light. You yeah. can be. You can use both and kind of like temper it and be a great Jedi, like yeah. they say on the internet. And that's stuff. what Ahsoka is later, <laughs> yeah. yeah and Rebels, you, you know, yeah. and that's that's a cool idea. And I love maybe like transforming what the concept of a Force user is. Yeah, that would be real growth and change in the yes. film franchise instead of like this this like standard of we have to have the the underdog Rebels resistance yeah. and the Overlord Sith or yeah. Empire First Order bullshit. Yeah. Like and I think like a lot of fans were hoping there's like 
the legends now. It's not the you yeah, know, not the expanded or extended universe. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. The old stuff that mm-hmm. was books and stuff that doesn't yeah. count anymore. Yeah, I think a lot of people were expecting something more like that, where it was more like there's a republic now again, mm-hmm. and then they're trying to take out the last empire remnants or, yeah. or bring them together or something. Yeah, and that would have been better, I think, if there was like Thrawn. Yeah, would have been a great character. Yeah, General Thrawn. Yeah, like wouldn't that be cool if the yeah. it, it, and then he was like sort of gathering the rest of the empire together yeah. and then that was the war yeah it just doesn't make sense to you know to allude to the fact that you know the rebels defeated you know the empire and now you have the new republic or whatever and and, and you know and you nothing just destroy it right you know away. you know nothing about it there's there's no information about exactly you know the, and and, yeah. and the Ma- maybe in the mandalorian they'll touch on some of it but i doubt that they will because it's really focused on that shows you know, about being on the edge of everything. Yeah, and like a two in the, man tribe basically. Yeah, you know, so it's like it's not going to really dive deep into like the inner mechanics of like, okay, now you have a bunch of you know snot nosed punks basically, and they defeated the em- evil empire. Now what? I mean, that would have been so much more interesting. Like the yeah. the issues with like trying to maintain the government, mm-hmm. and not in a boring way, the way the Phantom Menace does it, but yeah. just I I would have loved to see. Um, like I just yeah I wanted a balance between like the fun battle stuff yeah. and the political yeah. subterfuge and and like machinations like Game of Thrones is yes. does that show until the last season maybe oh. the last two seasons did a great job of yeah. like balancing like action drama and like political intrigue yeah. and stuff yeah and like I'm not saying you got to like have this crazy like everyone's fucking each other type of Star Wars <laughs> thing I'm just saying like I wanted it would have I wanted to see like the galaxy like. I want to see new planets. I want to see aliens. I want to see yeah. alien planets. I want to see more temples, Sith and Jedi temples. I want to meet, like you said, people who are not either of. Yeah. I, I want to see new worlds with like interesting architecture yeah. and like beautiful vistas and like purple skies yeah. and green and or like just weird yeah. stuff. And like I was hoping they would balance the prequels with the old stuff and merge it instead, yes, of, instead of just, just going like, all the way back to the beginning and being like desert planet, forest planet, mm-hmm, ice planet, salt mm-hmm, planet. It's like... Mm-hmm. Planets don't work that way. Yeah. You know, barren, volcano type of planet, you know, Exegol kind of, you know, status with Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I mean, like what is Exegol? It's like, it looks like a lifeless moon with storms. Yeah, it's like, it's like... It's no nothing. Arch- geography, no architecture. Like, there's a giant temple, which is kind of cool, but it's so, it's so blank. Like, if when you look, when they're in that room with the emperor on his little, like, robot arm... Yeah. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> and, and there's all those people, the Sith, like, yeah. cultists. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who the fuck are those guys? Where'd they come and, from? Out of nowhere. Yeah. They've just been chilling. All Where these do they Sith live? supporters. <laughs> yeah. Are they ghosts? Are they, they real people? They could have been just a million Emperor Palpatine clones in the crowd. Yeah. You don't know. You it didn't see them. could have been them. holograms. I know, right? Like, <laughs> I don't know. That was a... It was so strange. It was it was it was called we need to try to salvage the fan base, the more toxic portion of the fan base. Yeah. So we're going to just be like, okay, we're going to we'll we'll take a little something from the, you know, the the legend series, the expanded extended universe or whatever. Yeah, he you know, was the cloning himself cl- kind of. Yeah, yeah, so we'll do a little something like that to, you know, toss a little bone to y'all, you know, hardcore fans, but you're right. It didn't it, make sense at all. It didn't make any sense. Yeah, the the rise of Skywalker really feels like, um, like a marketing, uh, test audience wrote yeah. it. Like it was just like, well, the Emperor tests well. He's mm-hmm. he's a good bad guy. We'll put him <laughs> back in. Uh, I don't really know about this. Uh, uh, I don't know, Ma- Maz Kanata. Let's not really do that too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's just like, it's just weird. I, 
Yeah, yeah. I was a little frustrated by it too, man. But you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Hopefully, they'll be able to do some better, sh- you know, shows and. Well, the Obi Wan shows. Oh, you hear what that happened? Got, that, that has to be great. But did I? Well, hear what what happened? Oh, so they they had to uh, take the set. They they uh, paused the show to completely rewrite the scripts. So they like let everyone go from the production, oh, bad and they sign. postponed it. Yeah, uh, I mean, I would rather they take the time and make it good. But see, now you got to worry about them just being trigger uh, gun shy. Yeah, you know, not just gun shy. It's like, okay, we're not going to even, you know, if it doesn't, you know, meet the smell test, we're not even going to try. There was there was one rumor that the main reason was uh, the writing, like the storyline, was too close to the Mandalorian. Because mm-hmm. it was like Obi Wan watching over Leia and Luke. Yeah. So that, I think they were worried that there was like too much of a Mandalorian Baby Yoda dynamic. Yeah. But that's a rumor that I read. I don't know if that's what really yeah. happened. You know. Yeah. But I I was I was excited. I was hoping for like a show where Obi Wan's kind of going around and like dealing with loose ends from the Clone Wars. Like yeah. yeah. There was a rumor that Jar Jar Binks would come back with a beard. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I a lot of people are like fuck Jar Jar, but. And I, I agree, but also if if they wrote it well and you got to see him like sad and like and he dies in episode three, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying like horribly. I mean, come on, man, a thousand like, cuts kind of thing. Why not? You know, <laughs> he dies. He dies as a, a, a hero, right? You yeah. Says Obi Wan on Tatooine, and but you but know, you know like, <laughs> how how amazing would that scene be if he's having a sad drink with Obi-Wan and he's just lamenting that he gave, he's the one who voted for emergency powers and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. And then it was like his, like partly his fault that the empire even happened. Yeah. Like yeah. that would be a People great forget scene. That. He, fans forget that. Yes. Yeah. It was partly his fault. He was the one in chamber. Misa <laughs> vote for emergency powers <laughs> for the chancellor. <laughs> and then bows down and everybody cheers. And he's like, I did it, guys. Like, yeah. no, you 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 just screwed us all over. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be even better if he had like a nice apartment and a house and he had all the stuff he wanted, but he was sad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, just drinking himself to death off of uh, yeah. Tatooine Moonshine. He looks great. He, he's like, maybe, maybe there's like a scene where he's like doing like some kind of, he's like, you know, sign, like, signing something or giving people like like the key to the city or yeah. or, or he's like at the opening of like a brand new store and they're using his <laughs> name to promote you know, like the war hero Jar Jar Binks and then he goes home and he's just like Misa ruined everything <laughs> and he's just drinking like whiskey alone you know yeah from the moons of Endor whiskey too at that yeah yeah <laughs> that'd be that'd be so fascinating to see but I think like I don't know what's going on over there but I don't I just don't think they have that like creative impulse to go that extra little no, bit to like no. how does this where does this story go next like what's an interesting twist yeah. or or thing to build on to like yeah. explore something instead yeah. of just like get to a lightsaber fight scene or yeah but even then like if if you're gonna just make star wars one-dimensional and actiony have good action scenes yeah just do it and yeah, the last have. jedi and rise of skywalker both sucked yeah don't have luke skywalker just be a hologram but yeah. uh, like i said to you know to ryan johnson i'll give you your props ryan <laughs> you know since there's other ryans with an eye out there that might get angry in the comment section i mean the throne I doubt scene, he's watching the throne scene was amazing you know yeah, it was, no, a, it was, that was an epic fight scene except for snook just getting you know sliced in half randomly that felt <laughs> like he just wanted to surprise people like whoa can't believe you yeah. know like that's that's what that felt like it wasn't so much yeah and but the the chase scene was so lame the the, the slow grapes of wrath chase yeah and then and like i said not having uh it be leia who's 
you know, Commodore is the ship that, you know, drives itself through all the, you know, yeah. first order ships. That would have been an easy way to say, look, we honor Leia, we honor Carrie Fisher's memory. This is something that Carrie Fisher being, you know, the kind of hardcore, you know, strong, you know, woman that she is would do if yeah. she was, you know, in that kind of situation as Leia, right? You know, just to honor that character that she had in real life. But uh, instead, it's like you let, you know, the purple hair person, I don't remember her name. Admiral no, Holdo. No offense to her. You know, I the love person. Laura Dern as an actress. Laura I hated that Nice, character. but that that character. I, I mean, who? That was just they, a waste of time. They just introduce her, and then tell you in a sentence like who she is, and then you're supposed to be like, "Oh, she has authority now." And it, yeah. And I, I know there's a lot of political messaging in that. That yeah. like, you know, like like listen to women, and I I love the idea. Like, yeah. It's great, but the execution was terrible. I mean, because you the way the movie portrays yeah. her. They, they, we're on Poe's side. Like, we yeah. see Poe's perspective. Yeah. So every time she tells him to do something, mm-hmm. we're not like, yeah, listen. We're like, oh, no, she's trying to kill everyone because <laughs> that's the movie's perspective. Yeah. So, like, if you want us to believe her and, and be on her side and see that yeah. Poe's a dick that needs to grow, mm-hmm. then you should make her more sympathetic. Yeah. It's just filmmaking and script writing. Like, it's just how that works. Yeah. yeah. But the way they show her in the movie, she seems like a dick. Yeah. And she was a jerk, regardless of uh, yeah. What and then the, all you know, of a sudden, it's like, oh, yeah. she had a plan. But the plan was send off a bunch of escape pods yeah. to get blasted to a planet that's a dead end. Yeah, like they're going to a planet where they just are supposed to hide behind a giant wall. <laughs> like that—that's a horrible plan. <laughs> Tastes like salt. <laughs> yeah. Plus, like you can argue all you want, like, well, they were in a desperate situation. Like, well, they wouldn't have been in that exact situation if you had wrote a different situation. Exactly. Like, it's it's all contrived at the end of the day. Like, you're not following some predetermined script. Like, you wrote this idea that they're out of gas (laughs) and that they have three spaceships left. How are they fighting a galactic threat with three spaceships? Like, they shouldn't even be trying to kill them because they're not not a threat. They're not a threat. It makes no sense. It's, and that's, that's again, like, you were, we were talking about, like, the world. Like, I want to see, it's a, galaxy yeah i want to see the galaxy i don't want to see the edges like of it i want to see the metropolises i want to see the people i want to see them being oppressed by the first order yeah like i want to see the reach of the first order the reach of the resistance i want to see those things and it's like we're really just kind of following these characters on their personal journeys which is great but not galactic yeah not when you got disney money and you can really you know do that kind of imaginative yeah, like exactly this scene is here on this planet with these people and yeah you know you know disney has the writers and creative staff yeah amongst all three divisions you know and they could hire people who yeah. would love to work, work on star wars and do it justice yeah i mean if pixar can have a lot of emotional heaviness to their movies yeah then why don't you have writers from there you know adding it to the star wars you know uh series you know so i don't know i just i just know that i was a little uh I was disappointed in Last Jedi. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I was disappointed with some of the, you know, the new trilogy. But I also, you know, uh, I'm not a hater. I'm not going to be one of these old fuddy-duddy curmudgeon uh, yeah. social, you know, justice bashing uh, men on the internet talking about how Ray well, was a Mary Sue. You know, Luke Skywalker didn't have no training. This is, you know, spoiler alert. This is supposed to be the daughter of Palpatine, bro. So that makes sense that she'd be able to pick yeah. it up and just do things. Y'all haters out there and stuff like that. Leave my Ray alone. My Ray of Sunshine. <laughs> I like that's beautiful. You know, I try to be poetic. I do write poetry. I, I will <laughs> say they should have they should have had some scenes in the Force Awakens where maybe she 
maybe there's like a downed TIE fighter mm-hmm. or in one of the Star Destroyers on mm-hmm. Jakku where there's like a flight simulator mm-hmm. and she like steals away and goes in there and that's how she learned how to fly. Because it is mm-hmm. weird. Like, why is she such a good pilot? Yeah. What what on this junk planet would teach her how to fly in the yeah. Millennium Falcon? But if she was like in one of those Star Destroyers and she yeah. found like a flight simulator. Yeah. And that would have been interesting. Then we could see, like, you know, you see those Star Destroyers, you see certain parts of it. Then you get a chance to, like, see a more, a different part of it. And, like, it, it makes it more 3D. Like, the world's real. Like, yeah. they have training facilities on mm-hmm. these ships. But it's all broken down because it crashed. Yeah. Yeah. And she, like, put it back together and made it work. Like, mm-hmm. that would be fun. Instead of, like, you know, like, it's cute to see her sit outside of the AT-AT with her helmet on eating yeah. and being like, Mm-hmm. having fun eating my weird little bread that grows out of liquid <laughs> and i mean that's great too but i just i think there's more efficient ways and then you wouldn't have had the mary sue thing so much because it would have been like oh she learned how to do it from there yeah well i mean she also is in tune with the force we know the force is magical right yeah you had a little anakin skywalker you know blowing up you know ships you know po- yeah. after pod racing well, only that could be argued <laughs> he's a uh uh, Barry Sue, you know? Mm-hmm, yeah, big old Barry Sue. <laughs> yeah. Look at that Barry Sue walking around, Anakin Skywalker. This yeah. is great. He can Whoa, just do pod race. Now, now this, this is pod yeah. racing. <laughs> <laughs> Wizard. <laughs> but then he's able to get one of the, you know, the ships on Naboo and uh, fly it and, you know, yeah. in a recreation of the New Hope again. But at least, you know, in that movie, they set up like, well, he's been training in the pod racer. He built his own. He's been learning this stuff, so when he a gets into pressure, a spaceship... A high-pressure situation where they're fighting the separatists, and he's able to navigate in high-pressure situation, the fire, the blasters at the right top. Well, I, if, you got, if you have, like, angry alien dickheads that are trying to crash you, <laughs> I, I, the, jump, the jump is easier to make for me than, like, someone who lives in an AT-AT and doesn't, like, where... And again, like, I don't, I don't think she's a Mary Sue. I just think that if you're writing a script, like, just yeah. you have to show us the Boy, stuff that yeah. leads to the other things otherwise i don't have i shouldn't be making up stuff in my head to like justify well part of the holes. issue is also they jj and all them alluded to you know who is her parents is it going to be han solo and yeah. you know leia and they, they didn't want to go all the way to the legends kind of series where you have you know uh jason solo and uh, i forget who his sister's name jason is jason and jana yeah there yeah. you go jason and jana and then they have anakin later and, yeah you yeah. know and he ends up, uh, who who he killed? Uh, I think he, no, he didn't kill Anakin. Who did he kill in the extended universe? Chewbacca. Chewbacca, yeah. 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 I re- and, I've read the Wikipedias. I've never read these yeah. books, though. But. Yeah, but you know, that, that's basically what they were alluding to with Force Awakens, that we're going to have, yeah. these are the same kind of story in terms of you have brother and sister. They don't know their brother and sister, so allude to, you know, the original trilogy. And so Ray's going to have to kill a brother. But, you know, so, but they didn't go that route because probably Ryan, Ryan, you know, had the last Jedi. So JJ's like, you know what? I'm gonna do I'm I know these, you know, Kylo Ray shippers out there. Yeah. They they want that. So actually they're not related. Actually, they are complete opposites. Their dads were work friends. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of, right? I mean, for real though, right? So I I, mean I was actually I would have been really happy if Ray was like her parents were like her whole parent. Yeah, like I just because that's another thing. When I heard the title, The Force Awakens, I was like, oh, that means we're going to have new people mm-hmm. who are becoming Force users. Yeah. Because there's just that concept has been there for a long time that the Jedis, they would go out, they would find Force-sensitive yeah. children, take them and train them. Yeah. So do the math. Like in a galaxy of trillions of people, 
a lot of those people are going to become Force-sensitive. Just yeah. They're born that way, yeah. like X-Men. Mm. <laughs> and, and so, like, all over the place, there's going to be people that don't have training, don't have yeah. anywhere to learn. Yeah, some of those boy. people will become evil because yeah. they'll just be like, I can't mm-hmm. control my emotions. Yeah. And then some people are cool, and they'll maybe figure it out. So... I was hoping for like Jedi Academy, build the Jedi Order yeah, back up. Yeah, that would have been nice. Explore like yeah. new people. I don't. We don't need more Skywalker. Like, why? Are you, it it just. It's like you could still have Skywalkers. Ben Solo can still be Ben Solo or yeah. Kylo Ren. I don't care. But I just I'm like I wanted Finn to be a Jedi. I wanted Ray to be. Oh uh, no! And and, I, and, and I, I was hoping. If you're going to have Finn be able to wield a lightsaber like he was, also, once again, without any training. Yeah. You know, I thought people with lightsabers well, supposed had, to have like, some Storm training. Sail- training. I guess, if you want. But a like, lightsaber? Yeah. The, the, the weapon of a Jedi? And you're able to, you know, stand toe-to-toe with Kylo Ren? Oh, come on, dog. Well, he didn't for too long. Well, he still stayed. He, I mean. He could only he only fought that other Stormtrooper in one. You know, Kylo <laughs> Ren fucked him up. He had like, his back open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was legit though. I love that. Come on, yeah, Finn. Go ahead, Finn. Yeah, yeah. whoop the mess out that bro. <laughs> that was cool. Though. Like, and I thought I thought that fight scene was great because he wasn't like, you know, smooth with his moves. He was no. just like doing what he could. Yeah, he's berserker with it. But he, yeah, but he probably he probably had the same, maybe a little less, but the same training as that guy with that baton thing. Yeah. So I feel like it translates. I don't know. I'm not. But I mean, it's a jump you can make again. Versus, that's a big. That's a big leap. Our lightsabers supposed to be, I mean, you think about someone, it's okay, he was, sword, he was trained as a stormtrooper, but he's able to stand, I don't care if it was two minutes, Kylo Ren should have messed him up, oh, especially yeah. after he killed his daddy, totally, yeah. and he was emotional and stuff, and he's saying, traitor, he yelled yeah. traitor too, he don't ever get no props for yelling traitor, because, you know, you know, Battle Hammer guy, you know, <laughs> was more cooler with it. He he could have, He it, and this is another thing, like, I shouldn't have to do this in my head, but... I be, I tell myself like well Kylo was angry but he was also playing with him mm. so he's kind of like having fun before he kills him you know what I mean oh man well he's so, he certainly oh ain't no. his granddaddy <laughs> my, my light went out well that's because you know the dark side of the force is trying to enter this space right now but we're not gonna let it happen we're not gonna let it happen our at hair, all our hair light is gone <laughs> I mean this is kind of working but I had that other light back there it's all good yeah I don't know it is uh, I, I just wish that it could have been better. But I do feel like a lot of these haters online, yeah. they need to grow up. They need to, you know, totally, yeah. get outside the house. They need to, you know, If just you're going to criticize, like, have good criticisms, not just racist silly. or or, or sexist, sexist or, or whatever. weird, like, stupid ones, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, like, I, I get so tired of these bros that think they're so manly by saying, oh, you know, these SJW, social justice yeah. warriors, Mary Sue, buh, 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 buh. Like, yeah. you're a grown man getting upset about what is a sci-fi movie that is supposed to be also for kids, too. Like, shut up. Go home. Just go to bed, you know, get your ginseng on, you know, AARP card stuff or whatever. And if you're our age or younger hating like that, then you got a problem. You really you need to wake up. It's 2020. We about yeah. to feel the burn right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, you better get you better get woke cuz if you don't get woke, the matrix going to be unplugged on you on purpose without you knowing. You know, so the revolution now, baby, so they better, you know, feel the burn. They better support my woman Ray, you know, Palpatine. Actually, no. Ray Skywalker. Let me say that. Ray Skywalker. Those have been my favorite memes on the internet. Oh, with the, yeah, with there like was, There's one where it's Ron and Harry on the on the train in the first Harry Potter. Yeah. And Ron's like, who are you? And Harry looks out the window and he goes, I'm Harry Skywalker. <laughs> 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 it's so good. And then they had one more meme, uh, 
you know, I'm a wrestling fan. So me and my boy Ed and his uh, girlfriend Holly were big into, you know, WWE wrestling. Uh-huh. And, you know, so they have, you know, Ray, you know, they have her like staring off and the woman's like, you know, who are you? I'm Ray. Ray Mysterio, and they put the luchador <laughs> mask on her. <laughs> That's so good. I'm like, yes, yes. <laughs> put Ray Mysterio in the next Star Wars movie, please. Yeah. <laughs> I I think we got to wrap it up. I got to get going. All right, no worries, gotta, my friend. My well, this girlfriend's is... gonna kill me. Well, I mean, that's what love is. How how long Death. y'all been? How long have you? <laughs> how long have you been dating, y'all? Uh, over a year. Over a year. Like right. a year and two months or so. You know, I'm a romantic. I believe in love still, even with the heartbreaks and, you know, pains I've had, you know, reminiscing about little Miss Clementine Churchill, Churchill who I left <laughs> yeah. behind to go to China, you know. I feel like you create this mythology that, like, it's like, it's like this yeah. bigger, larger-than-life thing, but I'm like, how many, I guess people, you probably tell other people. Yeah. But you told me a bunch, so I feel like I know this weird like sad story like you should write like a graphic novel well i mean if you check out my music on g-m-i-l-e-g-mile.bandcamp one word.com and check out some of my youtubes you'll uh you'll get the story yeah <laughs> but i mean the bigger thing is when we mythologize kind of you know loves that you know could have been or lost or whatever yeah is, you know a lot of people can relate to that right a lot of people have those kind of stories and uh uh-huh. you know yeah. we try not to you know show regret but we honor the memory and then you know if something is to occur in the future whether between us whether between new people you know for her or myself or whatever you know we just you know we honor that and we put that energy out there so at the end of the day still love maybe one day we'll find each other once more but at the end of the day it takes two for someone to be the one so you be that one to your one and you make two no more no less wow that's how the sith move <laughs> speaking of love love is the dark side of the force <laughs> yeah all right man i appreciate you inviting me man this is yeah. fun <laughs> what's your do you want to plug your twitter and your instagram or anything like that oh uh, I, mean, I mean you just plug yeah the yeah, band just, camp yeah, yeah the band camp you look on youtube it's g-m-i-l-e one word g-mile you'll find some of my music videos uh, some of my little poetry things, speeches that I've done around the way, you know, and I also uh, I also did a TED talk when I was in Shanghai too. So, you know, if you find me on either Man Camp or uh, you know Instagram is just my regular Instagram, Black Caesar seven seven seven, Black Caesar himself, baby. You can find me there too. But just you know, holler at your boy Epic Tiki over here, and uh, you know, let's conversate, let's communicate, man, let's argue too. Like yeah. civil discussion is yeah. missing in the world, so I like to debate, and I'm I'm a learner. So let's do it. I yep, I agree, hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, follow us at, at Epic Tiki Comedy on Twitter, at Epic Tiki yeah. on Instagram, uh, YouTube.com/slash Epic Tiki Comedy. If you're watching yeah. this, then you're already here. Please hit the subscribe button, comment below, like the video. I hate saying it. Um, <laughs> thanks for watching, guys. Yeah, for life, like the NWO, baby. See ya. Yeah, later. <laughs>